Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, what's up, Rich? What's going on, Ramiro? How's everything, man? Uh, everything's okay. Uh, week's been a little bit busy. Um, uh, this week, I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to get myself organized. So I actually uh, came back from Walmart with a planner, oh. which you can't see because of the. Uh... I was gonna say. <laughs> oh, now we can see it. <laughs> no, uh, hold up. It's um. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's uh, it, it thinks it's part of the background. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> you can actually see how crazy my hair is, though. <laughs> uh yeah so um trying to get myself a little bit better organized so so i can put my projects a little bit more down on paper and also just um i don't know like part a big problem when it comes to um like uh making videos is that like i get overwhelmed sometimes with how many things i'm supposed to do in a week versus with between like editing the podcast uh make sure that goes out mm-hmm. um working on my own personal projects trying to keep up with the stream and then just uh also trying to get just learn better editing techniques i get a little bit um overwhelmed so i'm just gonna start organizing what i'm gonna do in a day that way i don't um get my anxiety levels up damn man because that's uh that's for anyone that knows me personally i i get anxious over like little things sometimes um, I've always used the, this example before, but the clearest example is one time when I was moving into my first apartment, I, like I was freaking out over like what kind of silverware to get, which doesn't really matter, wow. but it, it's just like a clear example. It's just like me, just like being unprepared to, to, to buy silverware and just going like, oh, sh- 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 this is a big boy move. Yeah. Um, I saw your Among Us video. It's really good. Especially yeah, the, yeah. the little skit that you did with your friend in the middle of it. Pretty impressive yeah. stuff. I liked it. Yeah, and like something like that, for example, I whenever part of the reason why it takes me so long to make videos sometimes is just because things are out of order and I don't know when to start on what part of the video. So like that little animation thing, I started that at the very beginning and then while we're halfway through working through it, I was like, oh, you know what? I need to... Um, I need to make an intro for this. So then I drop that to go back to make the intro, finish making the intro after like a few days, go back to doing the little animation thing and then stop that to actually fill out the whole timeline of the video. And like going back and forth like that, it's, it's, you know, some people can work like that. And I thought I could work like that. I don't think I can just cause it's just, it just doesn't feel very productive to me. I guess you, but you, so, you did a really good job on that video. Just so you know. If I didn't tell you. Yeah, already. if only if if only it could get more than what is it, forty six views it has right now. That's which, it? That's that's it, dude. My my channel gets no views unless I make a DOA video. Dude. Which I think is really funny. Among Us is like popping. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, so like I'm looking at the stats right now and um yeah, it's it's only at forty four views. Um the watch time is about as normal, so less views, but more watch time, which means that the people that did watch it watched it a lot longer than probably most of my other videos. Mm-hmm. And then um, out of all the people that watched it, 22% stayed up until 27% stayed all the way until the end, which which is good. That's a one in five. 
which is higher than what most channels get i would assume so but once and um you know that's youtube metrics that's that's it's that's its whole other monster dude that i could talk about youtube metrics all day long that's a whole beast onto itself mm-hmm. but um but what, what i'm trying to say is just that like in trying to get myself organized i know i can make better videos probably better probably faster because back to that among us like going back and forth and in something like that animation when you do any kind of animation like that you really need to kind of plan out the sequence that you're going to edit in as well as the timeline of things that are supposed to happen in what order they're supposed to happen and if you don't do that and if you're kind of editing as you're as you go mm-hmm. um that uh that gets a little bit hard and that's kind of the wall i don't want to run into where i spend like a couple of hours or even the whole day trying to figure out like exactly how things are going to go and this way i can at least write it down have something to look at and then also got myself um some uh sticky notes there we go god that works a little bit too good uh my some sticky notes just so i can actually put them on my computer that way uh in case i need to make notes or in case i need to download like a specific image or a meme i can go ahead and just reference that immediately because that that's another thing that actually really slows slows me down is trying to find specific sound effects to emulate a meme (laughs) like like for example like that don't be suspicious thing uh that song, Don't Be Suspicious, Don't Be Suspicious. 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 Yeah, like that's actually from Parks and Recreation. Yeah. I was spamming yeah, that yeah, in I... like a bunch of group chats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, I like I was looking for it and I was like, oh, I didn't realize this came from, like I've seen all of Parks and Recs, but I don't remember that at all. And I was like, oh, and then I looked at it and I was like, oh, that's from the episode where the dude faked his own death. Mm-hmm. Um, but like things like that, or or the other thing is um, that song that played in the background, uh, like that sounded a little bit like elevator music in that song. That was from Final Fantasy Thirteen. That was the Yakas Massif um, theme, which I've heard multiple times. I didn't realize that that was the thing that some YouTubers like to play in the background of their videos. Hell yeah! I I've only heard a part of it in certain backgrounds. Um, and uh, I think his name is Vincent D'Angelo or something like that. And he uses it as an intro. And I didn't realize that some other YouTubers use it as the background for the music. Or like um, the other thing. Or like there's another song that I play in that video that when they have the discussion. And that uh, that song is like a little bit more of a classical song. It's called um, <laughs> it's called like Sneaky Steve or something like that. And uh, like for like trying to find that song, for example, like those little things where you don't think they would, you're just like, oh yeah, just put this music. But um, it just it, it it takes so long sometimes just to find find out what you even need to search for. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's called this the sneaky snitch song. It's Kevin Mac MacLeod Gaming. Oh, that yeah, and like it's like I would have never known to YouTube that. Like I was looking, I was looking for music to like sneak to, and the only thing I can think of was um. There's like an old, I, I can't remember. If it was the, I think it was um. Uh, Green Day, Green Day, they had a song. I think it was called Spy or something like that, and I was originally gonna use that, but then most of it's instrumental, and I you don't want to get demonetized. But like, yeah. my, my point being is is just that um, you know, too much time, too much time is being wasted, not being organized. I guess you. 
yeah so i'm just like all right let's organize all this after this i'm probably going to organize some files and then after that i'm probably going to organize um my social media stuff because I, I do want to get more um the, the other thing i was trying to look at this week i was looking at all my social media going like what are ways that i can utilize this better and um you know um you've been posting a lot more on instagram recently over the last couple of weeks or actually like month and a half maybe yeah yeah where you just post a little bit more like how does that make you feel uh it's kind of off and on because to be honest instagram is kind of boring compared to twitter twitter you kind of get that yes. instant satisfaction <laughs> and you get to see everyone's thoughts and whatnot instagram's kind of like more to me, it feels a lot more of a stuck-up ass app. Like you just post a picture, of like, "Oh, I'm doing this. I bought this, or I'm doing this, and I'm better than you." That's kind of how it feels to me on well, Instagram. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's a lot of social media in general, where most people always talk post about the highlights of their day mm. or the highlights of their year or whatever, and they don't often post what's actually going on in their life or like actual bad things that are happening like you don't like i think on twitter it's a lot more open receptive to the idea of like you can post on twitter i'm depressed and uh like most people will probably be like oh i hope you feel better or you know hey yeah stick it out or whatever um twitter is surprisingly a lot nicer when it comes to mental health yeah you could probably post i'm depressed on facebook and i know plenty of people that would respond to that and be like why the fuck are you posting this <laughs> Like, if you're depressed, I'm getting on Facebook. Yeah, but Instagram, I I try to make it more lifelike, and I try to inject myself into what I post, and I am try to be a little bit more mindful. Not that I'm trying to stunt on people. It's more like I'm trying to relate and just yeah. show you, like, the real part of my life, not, like, the fake shit where I hit the jackpot and win a million dollars, even though it's never happened. Just... I try to keep it somewhat realistic so it's relatable. Yeah, and if you go to my Instagram, like, I'll be really honest about it. Like, I only, I hardly ever used it. I think if you just scroll, like, once down, you'll go from the year 2020, like, to the year 2018. Yeah. Like, I just, I don't use it that often. And, um, you know, people shit on, uh, people like to shit on cosplayers and, like, um, like uh, e-girls or um, the only fan chicks, mm -hmm. but um, you know most of them would probably make really good social media managers because most of them use social media very well. Yeah, well, I mean, if you're an attractive person, Instagram's definitely going to benefit you. And if you're a cosplayer and you know influencer, I hate that fucking word, but you know it exists. It, well, what would you rather works. use instead of influencer? I mean, that's probably the best term for it. Yeah, like walking ad. Yeah, walking fucking ad. <laughs> it's just, but uh, oh my god, I just, I, it's hard to but, say about influencers because sometimes it's it's pretty genuine. I say most of the people are genuine, but to me, it's just too much. Like if someone's coming at me all the time, like bro, I know you love Sonic. Here's a million Sonic people to follow who are influencers on Sonic and Sega. I'm like, just. Get it out of my face. I don't I don't want to see Dude, they're that. building a Sonic drive-thru right by where I live. <laughs> yeah. 
Which is cool, dude, because um, my favorite meal from my my favorite drink from there is a blue coconut cream slush. Haven't had that in such a long time, oh, so I'm down to try. Their it. drinks are fire. I won't even lie. Good stuff. Their drinks are okay, but the, the, if you haven't tried the blue coconut cream slush, and if you live in the United States, uh, and I say that because uh, the guy that watches is a yoy. I believe he lives in the Philippines, mm-hmm. which is um, I don't think they would have a Sonic over there. They might have McDonald's. I don't think Sonic. Dude, he lives in the Philippines and he watches us. Dude, yeah, shout yeah, out he's to Filipino. That guy. Awesome. Yeah, his name is Izayoi Nino yeah, something. He's, all, he's he comments on every video. Yeah, shout out to that guy. Yeah, and the other guy that comments on every video, just MK. He um he what he lives in? I believe he lives in the states. Yeah, I don't know what state, but I want to say he lives in the states. He was in my stream yeah. the other day. And, yeah, um, shout out to those two guys. Yeah, real supporters. Awesome guy. It's fu- that's funny. I, his name is Just MK, but he's always playing Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> um, but uh, but what I was tra- what I was trying to get to is that um, you know, in organizing myself, one thing I also want to do is I'm probably gonna do like a really big revamp of all my social medias. Probably Facebook is gonna be the one that's where I'm either gonna make it private or I'm gonna migrate almost all of the information to a new um, Facebook account so I can. And the reason I'm doing that is so that I can utilize Instagram better. Because um, for you guys that don't know, Instagram is owned by Facebook. Facebook owns Instagram, Facebook Gaming, WhatsApp, and something else. I can't remember what else. Um, and there's something called the Facebook Creator Studio where you can post on your desktop to Instagram and to Facebook. You can cross-post in between, make the same post over there, transfer that post over here. But I think I'd have to make a new Facebook account to actually really fully utilize it. And it's it sucks because um, I was complaining about this on someone else's stream earlier today. But um, uh, a big issue with uh, Facebook's ecosystem, if whatever you want to call it, is that um, like uh, it's like they retrofitted Facebook to try and fit into Instagram, and some parts of it work. Like like if you have an Instagram, if you want to cross post to Facebook, super easy. Whenever you make a post, but other things like. If you want to use the Facebook Creator Studio, you can only cross-post to it if it's specifically a Facebook page. And then some of your videos will only will only be like shared in the Facebook algorithm if it's specifically a um, like coming from a Facebook page versus a personal Facebook profile. Mm-hmm. And then and then it gets even a little it gets a little bit weirder when you go into Facebook Gaming because I'm. Still not 100% sure what Facebook Gaming, like what it's supposed to advertise. I don't know if Facebook Gaming only advertises live streamers or if it also advertises um, uh, VODs on, on, on gaming, for example. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, and and so I'm trying to find a way that, because the same video I can upload to YouTube, I could also upload to the Facebook profile. I wouldn't have a problem with that at all. But the problem is that, you know, visibility, who will see it, and it's it's a whole bunch of stuff. And fa- Facebook in itself is just so goddamn complicated. It is. And it's old. Like, th- that's the thing is that, like, it used to be so simple to use. And then just added, started adding all these features. All these goddamn features. And, um, like, have you been to Facebook and then gone on the left side? And then look at all the little uh, things you can do on Facebook? Yeah, it's a lot now. Yeah, like it's let, let's go through it right now. Okay, so it's my name, Romero Avlos. Then voting information center. That's a good one. I like that. 
Then there's pages. Then there's friends. Yeah. Then there's Groups. messenger. Then there's messenger. marketplace. Yeah. God there's watch, which is Facebook's like video automatic video player. Mm-hmm. Then there's groups. Then there's events, fundraisers, friends lists, which I guess is different from friends, whatever. Uh, games, then jobs, most recent, climate science information center, campus, whatever the hell that is, town hall, which I don't know what that is. Then there's movies, Facebook pay, which I didn't even know they had a paying system. Oculus, why the fuck is that all the way down there? Oculus Rift. Uh, yeah, because, oh yeah, because Facebook owns Oculus. Okay. Um, There's recent ad activity, which is like if you uh, if you make ads, that's cool. Then under that, there's live videos, which is, I guess, separate from regular videos. Then there's, and I'm almost done, weather offers, which is, I guess, offers is related to the marketplace. Prices response, gaming video, which is... I don't know if that's Facebook gaming. Yeah, it looks like it takes you directly to Facebook gaming. Memories, saved, and then um, lift black voices. It's just, it's so goddamn, dude, that's like 30 items. Yeah. Like, and, and that's, that's, uh, like, you know, if you ever want to be successful, you got to, like, fully, fully, you got to fully utilize some of these social medias. That you don't have to utilize all of them. Really annoying. You have to find, like, yeah, you have to find like one or two and get really good at them but it's just like you know if you want to get into facebook it's uh just god like th this is the the wall of getting into facebook now versus what it was getting into it 10 years ago Doesn't but um but you know facebook i'm not going to give up on it uh i was in some facebook groups the doa groups um some other among us groups and you know those those facebook groups they're really good to communicate and talk to communities, kind of like a Discord or even certain Twitter groups. And um, that's where a lot of the um, engagement comes from. If you get comfortable in those groups, if people start recognizing you, you can post your content on there, and then that's more new faces. And that does work. I've tried it out. It works. It's fantastic. Yeah. It works. It's just um, getting through that wall, getting a proper Facebook profile, getting... You know, getting those people in those groups to click on your profile and then from right there go to possibly your Instagram, but making sure it's connected correctly because of the way Facebook has been retrofitted to work with Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, that's 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 the hard part. I would imagine. So, so um, yeah, there, there's that. And then the last thing I want to touch upon is uh, I've been I did some TikTok videos and dude, I think I finally found my TikTok niche. Dog, I thought TikTok was banned. Uh, it's banned, but uh, if you download it, you still have it. Oh. And I think you can still get updates. But yeah, it's, it's there. <laughs> okay. oh, you can't even see it. <laughs> and I get an ad for WWE. That's hilarious. No, it's a. Uh, so you can still use TikTok. Yeah. Okay. It's it's still there, and then like the first thing that pops up is just like feet pics. Chicks. No, no, some chick looking at herself in the mirror. Oh. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, that's. That's the only thing I don't like about TikTok is that there's, ah, dude, there's so many young people on there and some of them, half of the girls are like in bikinis and stuff. And I'm just like, TikTok is like the perfect profile uh -oh. for a, for a, like, like the perfect platform for a chomo to use. Oh God. And, uh, that I don't like because it reminds me of, um, the first adpocalypse where, where, um, 
you had these dudes that were going to all these kid videos and in the comments just putting like little time codes. Do you remember that? No. I was. Oh, uh, well, never... people. Go ahead. Well, people were going into these, these like videos of like kids uh, ballet dancing or kids going into pools and stuff. Like, you know. And then what they would do is that they would go to these videos and they would just put in the comments like certain times where like the kids would be in, you know, vulnerable positions oh, or whatever you Jesus want to call it. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and um, that was part of the reason why uh, the monetization, like a lot of videos got demonetized because like some of the videos being monetized were looked at like this and then YouTube uh, had to change its algorithm and then that's part of the reason, again, where when like you upload a video to YouTube, it says, is this appropriate for kids? Oh, or, yeah, are, yeah. or and, and the other question it asks is, are there kids in this video? Mm-hmm. It's because, because you have some assholes that ruin it for everybody. Yeah, I saw that. And there was a bunch of like content. It was, it was like advertised to kids, but it was really like mature stuff, like Spider-Man humping Elsa from Frozen. I saw that video circulating. Yeah, that was- I remember that. Yeah, yeah, that was part of the, that was that was part of that too. This is that first apocalypse had so much going in it. Yeah. Um, I mean, here's a good example. Like, uh, so I, I, as you guys know, I babysit. Um, I'm babysitting my 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 sister's kids, and um, you know, sometimes during the day, not all the time, but I'll put them Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon Cartoon Network because um, not gonna lie, those new cartoons that they put on Cartoon Network, some of them are pretty fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Craig from the Creek. Shout out to Gumball. Gumball is like one of my favorite new car- cartoons. Have you seen that shit? No, I don't know any of these. Dude, Gumball. You got to check that out. There are so many jokes that just fly over kids' heads because they're straight up for it. There's an episode where he goes like full so- social justice warrior on somebody. Oh, God. And, um, <laughs> and, uh, no, no, but it makes fun of that whole thing. And it, and it, it inverts the whole thing on itself. Mm-hmm. There's an episode where they're trying to get into the new uh, Space Wars movie, which is a parody of Star Wars. And all they do is shit on how the old Star Wars fans are are mean to some of the newer Star Wars fans. And then how people are getting like way too reeled into this like hype <laughs> circle. And they, they spend the whole movie trying to find movie tickets and go through. Like, like it's just like, and granted, the animation's funny. And the you know the kids going to it is funny, but it's like there's also all these jokes that like I'm watching it with them and I'm like, dude, this is legit really funny. Like you guys don't understand some of this. This is very funny to adults. Yeah, <laughs> um, I think I stopped at the regular show, but uh, regular show I, I I liked a little bit, but you de- definitely check out Gumball. It's got some of that regular show energy, and like there's just so many different levels of jokes on that show. Like it reminds me a little bit. Um, you saw the Boondocks, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did you like the Boondocks? Hell yeah. Yeah. So the Boondocks, if you watch it, like I was watching some clips earlier this week, um, and I didn't realize how like layered some of their jokes were. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, where where there's the like the blatant stuff, which is sometimes you know it's making fun of racism or systematic racism or I don't know, just like. Uh, like like hood culture or something and yeah it looks funny like it's funny just because of the way it looks or whatever and and then like if you think about it more it like you like i was watching that episode uh with um thugnificent yeah yeah where he gets introduced Mm -hmm. and um like he (laughs) like they go to his uh community his home like where he grew up and it was called terra bell yeah terra bell which 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 would be Latin for terrible. Yes. 
Yeah, and like I was, I was just like, I didn't get that as a kid. I was like, oh, that's that's fucking like that's genius right there. <laughs> and then like there's a part where um where like he's talking, he's like, you got people that got to choose between food for themselves or food for their kids. And then you see a naked a naked dude walk by. He's like, or or clothes for themselves or clothes for the kids. Mm-hmm. And and uh, and then he's like. And, and um, the reporter, uh, Sway, I think it was Sway, is talking to him. And he's like, well, what, why aren't the cops doing anything about it? He's like, cops? There's no cops here. They just left. And he's like, yeah, the cops just got <laughs> the fuck up out of here. Yeah. And he's like, that's when they put a fence around here. And I was just like, oh, shit. They turned this into, like, an internment camp. Mm-hmm. And nobody knows. And, and like, like la- layered jokes like that were, it's funny, like, that the cops left. But then they mentioned the fence. You're just like, what the fuck? The fa- why is there a fence here? And it's an electric fence, so maybe, so nobody gets out. Yep. Yeah, and it's just like the Boondocks has a lot of jokes like that, where you know, if you think about it for a second, it's your you see it's it's really fucked up, but it's fucked up satire. Um, and then uh, Gumball is a lot like that, where it's like got a lot of multi-layered jokes. But uh, the reason, oh, fuck, sorry about the tangents. The reason why I mentioned Gumball is because um, once again, going back to the YouTube ad stuff and kids being advertised things that they shouldn't be advertised there's a there's a commercial on cartoon network like halfway through an episode of gumball or something talking about car insurance 1-800 general now (laughs) and i'm just like you know if no adults are watching this and if kids are just watching this throughout the day who the fuck is this commercial for the adults or or watching it with their kids that's about it (laughs) <laughs> yeah but like i just i just don't see like i don't since i was a kid and i didn't grow up with cable all the time sometimes we had it sometimes we didn't i don't know anybody that ever watched any of those cartoon shows with their adults i i don't do you no unless they're kind of just lingering in the background and you know the kids are just there and the parents are in like the kitchen or something yeah but even then like those are commercials that require you to pay a little bit of attention yeah like there was another commercial that was talking about like, oh, you know, if you uh, took this medication, you might need to contact a lawyer. And I was just like, who the fuck is this commercial for? <laughs> like I'm just like, there's kids. What? This is Craig of the Creek. Like this, who are these commercials for? Yeah, well, I guess you know the toys aren't selling as much as like they used to. You know. Yeah, it's 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 like there's laws that. Part of the reason why YouTube had that apocalypse is because there's laws that you cannot advertise to children. That's part of the reason why the most recent apocalypse happened is that they were having advertisements in these videos for kids and you cannot advertise to children. So I don't know how Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon or whatever is getting away with this. Like, how are you advertising insurance to kids? Well, I mean, insurance or wasn't toys. like a bad thing. It wasn't like the 90s okay. where it was like Joe Cool was advertising smoking to kids. You know, the little yeah, the little Campbell dude. I was, and the I was Budweiser showing uh, my uh, fucking frogs adver- advertising beer to kids. <laughs> but what? So. Yeah. Um, I was showing my sister like an ad from like the 20s. I was like, oh yeah, doctors used to recommend cigarettes. Look at this. Mm-hmm. Just pulled it up. It's like nine out of ten doctors recommend camels. Yeah, it's not like it was <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> And then there was another one. I know this got turned into a meme, but it was like medicine for curing headaches. And it had like, it was like a carb. It was like a, it had Coke. It had marijuana. Oh, it had like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a, um, 
Like, look look up the old remedies that people use for, like, curing headaches, and you, you'd be like, wait, people are just casually doing drugs, and they either did or did not know about it. Yep. But, long story short, I was just organizing my stuff. Cartoon Network's got some great cartoons now that, really cool. Check out uh, Gumball, check out Craig of the Creek. Uh, okay, here's a good, okay, before, before I let you go, Craig of the Creek. Okay, so you know how people get stuff from Amazon all the time now? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So Craig of the Creek, there's an episode where all the kids are playing by the creek. And guess what they built? An Amazon warehouse? A sit. Not an Amazon warehouse, but they built a city built out of cardboard boxes. Because all kids play now. Like if you live in like a, I guess a modern house, if you're growing up now. Your parents ordered things online. And like my, my sister's kids, they play with these cardboard boxes that they get from Amazon all the time. They make stuff out of them. They make forts. They make, uh, they try and turn them into beds or whatever. And I just thought that was like such a smart like joke right there going like, oh, yeah, kids would have cardboard boxes because their parents have cardboard boxes all the time from all the stuff that they order. Yeah. And, and so like they got everyone's bringing their cardboard boxes to this creek. And I'm just like, damn, like kids watching this will probably not understand what's going on and i'm over here going like i get it i get it like these are these are good shows on cartoon network right now dude that sounds like a lot of fun though i wish i would have thought of that when i was a kid i know right uh, the dude whole city i, I was watching cardboard boxes and then connecting them dude that'd be sick dude there's a uh there was um uh on um uh there's a there's a few subreddits like made me smile that i follow yeah, there was one where a kid posted like he uh, like a cosplay, and it was like well, well, a cosplayer posted a picture of her son or whatever, and it was like um, it was just a kid in like a robot suit made out of cardboard, and I was just like, that makes sense. You have cardboard laying around, may as well use it. Yeah, when I was a broke little kid living with my mom, Section Eight, first Halloween, I was a stop sign made out of cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. Second one, Ninja Turtle. It's Michelangelo. <laughs> Dude, I remember uh I went to a Halloween um contest when I was in like third or fourth grade and I remember we just bought <laughs> This is so funny. I I I felt so embarrassed to go to school. Like I would have been I felt embarrassed going to school like this. Like I would have been like, I would have had more confidence wearing the full suit, which I probably wouldn't. I would have been as embarrassed. But we got the Batman mask mm -hmm. with the little cape. And then the rest of the costume, you know what it was? It was just a t-shirt that had the Batman logo on it. Jeez. And then just some black jeans and some sneakers. Hey, you do what you can, man. You got to innovate. Yeah. But, I mean, when you're a kid, like... It doesn't matter. As long as kids are having fun, it really does yeah, not matter. I'm pretty sure I was like one years old. I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, and also kids, like, they don't know if you're rich or poor. They just don't know. Yeah, the whole point was we were going out getting candy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, which kids don't even do these days. I think we were like the 90s kids were like the last ones to go outside and trick or treat. Dude, like I, really trick or treat. 2020 might kill Halloween. Nothing can ever kill Halloween. It's always in your spirit. Here, what was, okay, here. What, what was the weirdest thing you ever got for Halloween? Got for Halloween? Like from yeah. from trick-or-treating? Yeah. 
probably a or some of the weirdest things that you can think of probably like a toothbrush and toothpaste which was probably a good thing to get on halloween to be honest in like retrospect <laughs> um the weirdest thing i remember getting is like we went to this one lady's house and she gave us some um some ra- a ramen cup like the cup of noodles <laughs> And then she gave us some little some cookies, like like fuck? one of those little small packets of Ritz. Gave you rum? Oh my god! Yeah, I just remember going looking at her like, "What do I do with this?" <laughs> like we like, we didn't. Thanks. No, yeah, yeah, for real. It was definitely one of those moments where I was like, "Ah, uh, ah, uh, I don't know what to do." Yeah. But um, how was uh? Sorry if I talked too much. How was uh your week, dude? Oh, it was pretty good, man. Um, just working. Uh, we had a full work week this week, and then I got to uh read some comics, the Three Jokers, which was pretty fire. Good story. Can't oh yeah, the one you bought. How was that? Oh, it was good. I like when comic books are short and like condensed, or they're like trades, so you can just read most of the story and then just get it done with. Mm-hmm. And that's a pretty good yeah. story so far. Um, part two and part three are coming out. I think two is already out. Three's coming out next week. This week coming up, I okay. think. Uh, definitely been playing a lot of Mario. It's Mario 64. Streamed it a little bit. Yeah. Definitely fun times. Yeah, I saw you playing that. Yeah. Yeah, it was It was really cool to watch Like someone actually play it again. I haven't seen anyone play that game in a while. Yeah, it's like a good, good nostalgia trip. And I've also been playing. Did you complete it? Uh, I beat the game, but I didn't get all the stars yet. I think I'm at like 80-something okay. stars. Are you going to get all the stars? I think I am. Mm. I think I am. Before, I used to just skip them and go straight to Bowser. But I think now I'm like, you know what? I'll 100% the game for once. And I don't like 100%ing anything, to be honest. <laughs> no, I wouldn't want to... Hundred percent it. Yeah. No way. I'm pretty lazy when it comes to hundred percent in games. People are like, "Oh, I, I get all the trophies." I'm like, "I, I'm not that motivated." <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Uh. I mean, have you played Sunshine at all or no? Uh, yeah, I played it back on the GameCube when I had it, but I. I don't even think I finished that game. I'm pretty sure I got pretty far and then just kept playing Smash Bros. Or Star Fox Adventures, which I hate that fucking game now, but yeah. F Zero as well. Okay. Okay. Um Man, I don't know when they're gonna release another F Zero game. Yeah. I would love for Nintendo to do that. Game's a lot of fun. But I, I would finish. Just re- um, I would finish Sunshine, and I've never played Galaxy, so it's a chance to play that. Yeah, I, I've never really been into that much of a platformer. I like the Mario RPG games, like the ones that were on the Game Boy, oh, and yeah. um, Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga, and all those. I mean, I do. Yeah, I do remember enjoying Sunshine. I remember not liking sixty four. I remember being there's just parts of that game that just scared me. When I was a kid. Oh, like the boo stage and all that? Like that, and also like the big bomb and like <laughs> Bowser. Like Bowser looks like really aggressive in that game. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't look too bad. Nothing really scared me in that game. 
Yeah, I mean, looking now, it might not look too bad. But like, if I was like seven years old and I was looking at that, going like, mm, I was a kid. I don't know about that. That didn't really scare me. But I was exposed to a lot of scary shit when I was a kid. Like, I watched Child's Play when I was like three, which I definitely should not. Dude, have that seen. movie, that movie scared the shit out of me. Yeah, did not like it. It traumatized me. And then the following Christmas, my mom got me a freaking My Buddy doll, and I looked at her. I was like, Yo, he's evil. You need to put him outside. And she was like, what's wrong with you? Why don't you like my buddy? I'm like, he's bad. He's bad. He hurts people. Put him outside. <laughs> then she had found out I had saw the out. movie and like she fucking blamed my dad. She reamed his ass out. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, yeah. I, that, that whole Chucky stuff, all that scared. It scared uh, the fuck out of me. Even the new stuff. Like I was watching a trailer for like the most recent one. It's called like Cult of Chucky or something like that. Yeah. And I was just like, ah, oh, this doll shit. I, I don't like just doll shit. Just, I, I don't like. They've gotten like, like, I know it's really goofy now. Uh, I mean, they can get, it's the thing. It's just, I don't know, man. I, I don't like doll shit. Doll, creepy doll stuff. Not my, not my cup of tea. Yeah. I can I'm, deal with it. I, cause I know it's fake. Don't like it. I was surprised that like Slappy from Goosebumps never like caught on. That was my dude. Yeah. Well, my uh, my um, my nephews—they were watching the old Goosebumps because it's on Netflix, mm-hmm. and they're watching, and they got to that like like puppet episode, the slap, and they they didn't like me either. I was Told like, you. yeah, we're not watching. That this. shit was actually kind of scary. They had a couple scary episodes, man. It was a good show. Yeah, and like I used to read the it's, books as a kid. I was obsessed with them books and scary stories to tell in the dark. Man, I was obsessed with that shit, big time. <clears throat> Yeah, there was, there was a show that I did kind of like. I don't think it was Goosebumps. Like, oh, I don't know what it was, but it wasn't Goosebumps. Are you afraid of the dark? Uh, I don't know. Let me see. Are you? That uh, was one on Snick. Saturday Night Nickelodeon. No, it was no, it was on Kids WB. I just can't remember what it was. It was on that or PBS. Hmm. I don't know. I just mm-hmm. mm, mm. the only the 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 only the the episode I remember was a kid eats a watermelon seed and he starts like growing vines and kind of like turning into water into like a watermelon vine and I remember just kind of being freaked out. Dude, by that. that was Rugrats, man. No, no, no. That, that was also in this one show. Oh, it was it was a real life show. I just can't remember what it was called. Hmm. I don't think it was Goosebumps though, because Goosebumps is very. Um, the, I also didn't like the gnome episode of Goosebumps. Of Goosebumps. <laughs> yeah. Also, I watched that once again when we were watching the Goosebumps with the kids. That's a that is a midget in a gnome oh suit. Oh my god! Look at Romero, twenty plus years old, still scared of Goosebumps. Nah, dude. I I don't know, man. It's just something's just uh, just it, like I know it's not real. It just irks me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, the other thing I've been doing is playing Crash Bandicoot 4, which is actually fucking fire. That game is awesome. Does it have any microtransactions at all or no? Hell no. Actually, one thing that's really good about the game is the game has a whole bunch of skins, right? But you earn the Mm -hmm. skins by actually playing the game and completing objectives in the game. Who would have thought... Uh in 2020, we can get free skins by actually playing the game. Shout out to Toys for Bob. Um, you guys did an excellent job with that one. Um, 
with uh with do any of the skins do they have any like special powers or are they just like the skins related to the stage that you're playing oh uh, they're usually related to the stage but i don't think any of them had any special powers not any of the ones that i ran across then again mm -hmm. i'm only like maybe 50 percent through the game maybe 40 percent but you get powers usually mm -hmm. from like using the different masks which is cool because like it keeps like oh, the tool set different. from Crash 2, and then it kind of gives okay. you the mass to add like special moves, unlike Crash 3. Mm. In this one, is there any like time travel at all or no? Uh, you kind of go to different like planes or like different dimensions in the game. It's not really, yeah. it's kind of explained a little bit, but you know, it's, it's fucking Crash Bandicoot. I mean, it's, yeah, it's also like, cartoony and yeah. style and stuff but it's cool and then um you get to play as different characters so tawny tanya which was or tawny i think it's tana which was crash's girlfriend in like the first crash game which you see her at the end of the bonus stage mm -hmm. she's back but now she's all like adventured up and they made her like thick as fuck for whatever reason <laughs> <laughs> that's she's gonna end up on fucking rule 34 like now but she has a grappling Anything hook else. and she plays pretty cool so oh that's cool yeah she can wall jump she's pretty badass yeah dude platformers not my i don't think i've ever played a platform outside of like sunshine and even i don't even know if i like sunshine now i remember playing crash bandicoot in the back in the day too um i just I don't know, man. Like, I like those platformer games when I was little. I don't like them as much as an adult. Yeah, I still enjoy them. As long as they're not Gex or Gex 3D or fucking <laughs> Bubsy 3D or any of the crappy ones, I'll enjoy it. Um, the, the, the one platformer I do want to play, though, is Super Mario Maker. Oh, yeah, that game's hella and fun. Then, yeah, super fun. And then also Dreams. I don't know if Dreams is considered a platformer. I know it's considered a whole bunch of other genres, but... I wouldn't mind playing like, like you know, the games where people make the stages as a platformer. I think that's fun, just because you can see how bullshit some stuff is. Dude, how some of these people spent their time building those stages on Mario Maker is in fucking insane. Yeah, and that's that's why it's it's funny. I love watching people like fail or struggle on those. Like you know, I I if I had a Switch, I would probably have Super Mario Maker. I'd, be, I'd probably be playing it a lot on stream. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, but some of those levels are damn near impossible. But um, okay, that's that's cool. Yeah. Um, were you playing uh, any other games, or is it just mostly those two? Those two on stream. You know, I still play Dead by Daylight here and there. Uh, Dead or Alive Six. And uh, where where do you stream, uh, Rich? Where do you stream? Oh, I stream on uh, twitch.tv backslash yo is rich medic. Check me Damn, out. Look at that smooth, smooth ass segue right there. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, uh, let's uh, let's get into some of this news. Yeah. All right. So the big thing, the the really big thing is that hoes are still mad. Oh yeah. You know, that's kind of the way of the world. Hoes are always mad. Yeah. And uh, 
This uh, originally it was for Byleth, and now it's for uh, Steve. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about Byleth. They were like, "Oh yeah, another fire <laughs> hose be character. mad." <laughs> yeah, well, that's when the the hose be mad trend like really started taking off in the Smash Bros community, and everybody was like, "Hose be mad, hose be mad." Honestly, I was kind of disappointed with Byleth. They were like, "Oh yeah, here comes a new character." It's like, guess what? Fire Emblem again. I'm like, Jesus Christ. And also, uh, technically, Steve is another sword user. Yeah, well, he's got a pickaxe too. No, that's a sword. I'm pretty sure that's a sword. Oh, okay. I like Steve. He's goofy, whimsical. Minecraft kind of fits in there. I saw that. Um, that you can get on. You can his. Uh, I think it's his down B where he builds a block, and you can totally just gate people out of the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought is really, really mean. I can imagine. That oh dude, there's gonna be some salty ass people, mm-hmm. salty salty ass people when when that happens. Yeah, I actually played a little bit of Smash Bros. It was fun on stream. I got my ass kicked by two people, and then I beat this Sonic player who knew his new combos. Mind you, I don't know shit in Smash, but I was surprised at my one good win. Smash is a fighting game, but once again, I would probably play a lot of if I had a Switch. Dude, it's a lot of fun. I play very, yeah, very I don't casually. See myself... I just don't see myself getting a Switch anytime soon, unfortunately. Yeah, I enjoy it. But I think Minecraft coming to... Or Minecraft Steve, whatever you want to call him. Cool character coming to Smash. Nothing wrong with it, in my opinion. Honestly, I hate Byleth more than I hate Steve, to be completely honest. Yeah, the, the reaction um, was just really... Uh, really um, the reaction to to Steve was just really funny. Just, it definitely it's was. Just, uh, there was a video I watched where a dude was like, uh, like I saw low tier God's reaction to it, and he was just oh like, "God, this is this is the this is the problem with the world <laughs> or some shit like that." <laughs> oh, I know. That's, you know that's that's, that's the thing about low tier like God. That. That's the low tier that low tier God mentality where literally everything else is the problem, but you. Yeah, you are the common denominator, but you know everything else is fucking up. That shit was hilarious. Even it was even on like Facebook. People were like, "Why the fuck is Minecraft in Smash Bros now? This is bullshit." I'm like, eh, "Seems okay." Yeah, and then I saw another um, another reaction video where a dude was just like, just like almost crying that this dude got in the game. And I was like, "What the fuck?" I know. Why would they put kids game characters in a kids game? Why would they do that? Well. I think another one was like another person saying like, "Who wants this? Who would want this?" And it's like Minecraft's only like one of the most popular games in the world. Oh yeah, there's plenty yeah. of people that would want this. No one plays Minecraft plenty. anymore. You you never see people streaming Minecraft. Of course not. Yeah, yeah, plenty of people would want this. Like it's just you don't want this. Yeah. Literally, it's the minority that does not want this. Yeah, I made that post. It was like, oh, how dare Nintendo not put my favorite games in my game. Yeah. <laughs> Hire me, Nintendo. I, I should be working for you. I can make you lots of money. I know what to do. Yeah, like uh like right now the um like the top Minecraft stream has fifteen thousand viewers on Twitch. Yep. Like it's it's I mean uh, well let's go to Super Smash Bros. Let's see what Super Smash Bros. Ultimate has. Yeah, I mean even XQC Let's... plays um Minecraft, so very popular. Yeah, so right now the top Super Smash Bros. stream is 3.2 thousand viewers. Clearly more people play Minecraft than Super Smash Brothers. 
uh, I think Nintendo's just trying to get their numbers up. Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't they? It's a good marketing idea. Good play. Yeah. Yep. It's yep. better than people being like, oh, put Goku in Smash. Put fucking all these anime characters Sora in Smash. from Kingdom Hearts. Oh, my God. Sora. Sora would be cool. Sora would be cool in Kingdom Hearts. In, uh, I would like Goku in Smash just so that that joke can become a fucking prophecy. Okay. <laughs> And then just be like, put soul from Goku, Soul Goku. Eater in Smash. <laughs> but then you have everyone going, Gino! <laughs> yeah, put all the fucking anime characters in Smash. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, at this point, anyone, it's so funny because talking about any Smash leaks at all times means that literally anybody could be in there. Yeah. Literally, almost anybody. They don't even, at this point, have to be on a Nintendo platform anymore. Yeah, they shouldn't. I mean, just have fun with the game. They already have, like, fucking, like, 60-plus characters. Microsoft has two characters in Smash. Yeah, put put, uh, Master Chief in that joint. At this point, might as well make it a trilogy. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, Smash is being Smash. That's cool. Um... Let's see over here. Xbox Series X and the PS5 have 200 um, gigabytes OSs, yeah. which makes sense, but at the same time doesn't. Yeah, it's a. I think that will a lot of memory for our operating system. Holy shit! I think over time with the system updates, I actually think that number is going to go down. Hopefully, as they kind of learn how to compress for that. I do, but because uh, like um, you know, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, right now to run it. You need 250 gigabytes. Yeah, that's that's nuts. Dude, I have said I think I said it when we first started the stream where I think Activision is systematically just trying to take over your system storage so, so that they can play, kind of push everything else just out. Just play Call of Duty. <laughs> For real, like I it was like in one of the it was like the first or second episode I said it and it's I really do believe it. I uh, 100% believe it. Jesus. I mean, the systems themselves, you know, the Series S comes with like a terabyte, you know, PlayStation 5 comes with, I think it's 825, so there's less. I myself have two terabytes in my um, PlayStation 4. I really enjoy having two terabytes. I couldn't imagine going back to like fucking 500. That would suck ass. Yeah. And then not only that, but the games are just, they're just going to be bigger now. Yeah. That being said, um, dude, I'm a hundred percent ready for this new uh, console generation thing. Yeah, me too. Like I want the, like I wanted, I wanted to start already. Yeah, I'm ready for it. Thankfully, we don't have too much longer. And then you're getting the Series X, I'm getting the PlayStation Five, so we can always compare and be yeah. the viewers' I mean, gateway into you know getting that next generation in your house. Well, the one thing that got me excited was that um, the how uh, did you see Digital Foundry's uh, video on how the Series X was performing? Yeah, and they have like sixty frames off of like even a uh, Sekiro, which was thirty frames before, yeah, even, like less than thirty. Now it's like at a stable sixty. It's impressive. The the one that was really impressive was GTA Four, because that is a two generation old uh, title with uncapped uh, frame rate, mm-hmm. and it would always cover between like. 20 and 40 but it was running at a smooth 60 almost the whole time yeah and if they can get an uncapped unoptimized game to run at 60 fps like i want to like all these old games that i have that have the reason why i still have a ps3 is because i have all these old games that i can't play on another system and like 
you know, I I'm, I, th- I might get the Series X and I might get some of those backwards compatibility games. Like um, right now I'm thinking FF13, 1, 2, and 3, and also Need for Speed Most Wanted to see, you know, how they would run on that system. Because um, those are the games I really want to play right now, and I can't because PS4 can't run it, and I don't want to plug my PS3 in because it's a pain in the ass. I already have too many things being plugged into all these outlets. Yep. I'm afraid of starting an electrical fire. Yeah, but that's good. That's a good win for uh, Xbox Series X adopters because you guys are going to get yeah. some good frame rates now. I don't know about yeah. PlayStation and, 5. Hopefully we get something like that, but yeah. I don't, dude, I don't even know what they're going to do for their backwards compatibility program. I can imagine that they're going to run a lot of PS4 games, if not most of them. Mm-hmm. Anything before that, I'm assuming that they're just going to go harder in on PlayStation Now. Yeah, they said everything from like July on is guaranteed to work, but before that, I'm not so sure. You can probably guess that if it was like a super successful game, it'll probably work, would be my guess. And the problem with PlayStation Now is that you can't download all the games on PlayStation Now. You can download some of them, but even then you're put in a queue system, and... Even then, you have to stream a majority of the library. You have to be connected. Like, it's just... It's just not done well. It's trash. I tried to play, I think, Psychonauts on it, and I was like, hell no. Mm -hmm. I turned that shit off ASAP. Yeah. At least with Xbox uh, Game Pass, you can download the full game to your system. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And just play it right there. Uh, I don't don't know. Mm, I wish they would have not have gone so hard in on PlayStation now. I feel like at this point it's kind of starting to backfire with how well um, Xbox Game Pass, which now has xCloud, mm-hmm. with, and then that can also be used on your PC and on your phone, <laughs> and it works better than Stadia. Yes, everything works better than Stadia. Like it's just it's it's just there's there's just very little downsides to to having it. Like if you can afford it, why the hell not at this point? Mm-hmm. How much was that one terabyte add-on for the? Xbox One. Ser- it's uh, Xbox $200. Series X. Like, Jesus. Yeah, it's like 200 or $220. God damn. Yeah, it's a lot. And it's going to take at least... It's going to take a while for that to go down in uh, price. Yeah. Like, it's going to take a, like a long-ass time. Because I know when 2021 hits, probably like at least midway through or before that, I'm going to need to get like an external hard drive for the PlayStation 5. Dude, I think it's going to be before that. I wouldn't be surprised. I really surprised. think it's going to be before that. Would not be surprised if like, it was before um, that. Yeah, like right now, like with the with the weight, because you got to think about it, like 10, 1080p, like 4K is four times bigger than 1080p. Mm-hmm. Like look at all your games and just multiply the storage. Like mm-hmm. I'm turning on my PS4 just so I can actually do that right now. and Just, just multiply the storage by four. Like Apex Legends, it, like let's say you want to run it at real like 4K resolution, mm-hmm. that's like a 50 gigabyte game. Like that's a 200 gigabyte game at 4K. Yeah, most of mine I think are in like the 50, 40 range because yeah. I don't play like Call of Duty, but like Final Fantasy VII, yeah, probably a pretty big game. I can't remember how big it was, but I think that was the most biggest game I recently deleted. Yeah, it's like it's just I. Uh, you know, it's so um it's just wild with how uh with how much like these these things these things how much they cost. Oh that's a badass background. Like, uh, lim- oh yeah, dude. Oh I never showed you this background, huh? No. 
Yeah, I'll actually send you the, this actual background. It cost me like $5. It's my favorite one of all time that I've ever actually downloaded. It's a, uh, it's like in, I don't even know how you call it, isometrical lion or whatever. Dude, that's a totally a tiger. No, yeah, yeah, tiger, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and then you see the wireframe around it, then it's also distorting the back. Yeah, okay, but like, okay, like look at DOA DOA 6, 65, like imagine that, multiply that by 4, and well, actually with DOA, it would probably be about as big as the Xbox One version is, because the Xbox One X version of it mm -hmm. is already running at 4K. It's just 4K 30 FPS. Yeah, and they showed Dead or Alive 6 the on the Series X. Yeah. Yeah, it was running 60 Yeah, because I was, was nice. Because I was, I was looking at, like, ways they can run for uh, Dead or Alive at higher resolutions, and, um, that is uh, that is one of those uh, games. I want to say Rocket League is already running at 4K as well. It also has HDR. Player Unknown's Battleground. This runs at 1080p for sure. That's 39 gigabytes right there, dude. Mm -hmm. 39. Let's see, Apex, 48. That runs at uh, I want to say 1440. That bigger. Wow. 17. Soul Calibur is small. Yeah. Oh, dude, Dead or Alive 6 is by far the, the fighting game that has the most. 7.12. I want to say this runs at 1080p upscale to 4K. Overwatch, this can actually run at 4K if given the... Yeah, 23.52 gigabytes. That's pretty good. Like, multiply that by 4. Yeah, but like, Guilty Gear, this is probably 10. Multiply that by 4, 40. Like, you know, okay, but fighting, I feel like fighting games are not fair. <laughs> 7.22, multiply that by... Like, it's just... I don't know, man. Like, I'm looking at some of these sizes in Call of Duty's right now. I'm looking at you. You're freaking notorious. <laughs> What's Death Stranding? 49. Like, human. Detroit Become Human. That That's already at 4K. Wow, that's 43. that game is 43. Good lord. Yeah. But, like, I, like multiple. What's Fortnite? I know Fortnite can run at 4K. 35. Yeah, like, some of these assets, they're just. They're going to be huge. All right, I'm going to turn this off now. Um. I, I just don't know how uh, how they can um, how they can uh, they... I, I I don't know how they can tell people that hey you're you're gonna be cool with 800 gigabytes. You're definitely not. I, I think what they might do is that they might do what they did with like Resident Evil Seven on the Switch. Do you remember what they did with that? Oh, uh, did it like compressed and stuff? They did. I mean, it's a smaller compressed version, but to play that game, you need to be connected to Wi-Fi at all times because it downloads higher res assets when you're connected to Wi-Fi. Uh, so it looks better when you're on Wi-Fi. Mm -hmm. I wonder if they're going to do something like that. Yeah, but even then, it's like you get 825 and then 200 is already taken, so that leaves you with, like, nothing. That's like four yeah. Call of I mean, Duties you're, and you're, you're bricked. Yeah, if you're putting that new Call of Duty in there, like you're already at like probably you're probably gonna be some like at two hundred just with that new Call of Duty on the top. Yeah. Sheesh. Like I oh man, I yeah 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 the new <laughs> more consoles more problems. Mm -hmm. Well, you know the next one we got MK11's got Halloween skins coming, so so all you Nether Realm heads got some more uh, skins coming your way, which is awesome. I anticipate a lot more games will be doing that. Not DOA, but <laughs> other games that are popular will have Halloween skins. 
I don't know what they're going to do with DOA. Um, I saw Emery Reign's video on uh, what if DOA 6 was the last um, game. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't I didn't like that video because uh, I put a long ass comment on it. Oh shit! Um, yeah. Well, my my argument is like people say this about fighting games all the time. Like the the all the goddamn time, it's so goddamn annoying, dude. Mm-hmm. It's like the people that didn't like Street Fighter Four were the people that like Street Fighter Three more than Street Fighter Four. The people that didn't like Street Fighter Five were the people that like Street Fighter Four more than Street Fighter Five. Yeah. Like, that was the main example that I used. Like, the people that like DOA 5 last round um, are the same people that, uh, d- like, DOA 5 last round is the fourth iteration of that game. There's DOA 5, DOA 5 Plus, DOA 5 uh, Ultimate, or whatever it was called. And then there's DOA 5 last round, which came on next-gen systems. Yeah. So it already had better performance. Like, it's just, that is the fourth version of that game. That's an old generation game running on new hardware. That's I don't get people that say, "Oh, that was the well, I don't know, we go from that game to this game." And I'm just like, that game was refined over the course of like 5 years and then re-released again. Yeah. They had time. Yeah, and with DOA 5, like with DOA 6, it seems like they got a brand new graphics engine. Do you, uh not only did they get a new graphics engine, they working with new hardware. Um with with DOA five, they at least had the skeleton of DOA four to piggyback off of. Mm-hmm. Which which they 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 use for sure, um, but I just ah man, I don't get it. I don't. And my my point being was like, you know, I can't imagine a game company would want to make another game for all these fans if all they do is shit on it all the time. Like, yeah. and there's things to criticize for sure. Not saying that there aren't things to criticize. There's definitely things to criticize. But if you're constantly tweeting at the company to be like, "Hey, uh, you know, the the game you release is absolute ass and trash," yeah, <laughs> then uh, they're like, "Why would they want to make another game?" Exactly. And I think I made that point on stream like a while ago. I said if you give more like constructive feedback, like the ground game for one thing, Emery definitely talked about that. And then they tried yeah. to implement a little bit of the ground game back into the game. Yeah. So he got a little yeah, bit of it's... a win for that. But for every time that happened, someone else would be like, oh, well, this fucking sucks. Or that fucking sucks. You guys are bitches. Why are you doing this? God, you guys are idiots. They're going to be like, all right, well, clearly you're not interested. So I'm going to move on to something else like Neo 3. Yeah. like, <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Uh, like there was a there was a guy I got in a small little Twitter fight with uh, on Soul Calibur 6. And he was like fix your fucking game as trash and i was like dude okay you bought the game they gave you a whole bunch of free updates they did a whole bunch of balance changes for free the only thing you have to pay for are the new characters and like you know they gave everybody new moves for free they gave everybody a new uh reversal uh, a new reversal mechanic for free uh most of the stages even though they're dlc stages you can still play them online for free mm-hmm. uh you just can't practice with them offline but online you can still play them for free um, and like this guy was complaining about his specifically Voldo, and I'm just like, you can't just go to these developers and just tweet at them directly. Not only tweet at them directly, but tweet at them directly in English, because they're Japanese. They probably don't understand English as well as you do. Like whatever grievances you have, one, you're already going through a language barrier, and two, you're already coming off hot. Like they don't, they're not gonna want to deal with you. Yeah. And and like he 
I unfollowed him and he got mad. <laughs> He's like, oh, I see you unfollowing me. This is the kind of person you are. And I was just like, dude, look at you're being an asshole. Like, you, these people don't owe you anything, let alone a specific buff for your specific character. Dude, when it comes to feedback and criticism, like, you got to meet people halfway and you need to understand where they're coming from and kind of like give them a reason to why your character or why X character needs this or that or the game mechanics need this or that. You know, that kind of works better yeah. than just screaming at why does Kasumi have a nine frame jab and Nico has a nine frame jab and Hayate doesn't. It's, they're not going to give yeah. a shit. Yeah, no. And the other thing, too, is like another good example is uh, Dragon Ball Fighters. Like Bandai Namco has supported that for a while now. And almost at this point, at least like once every like half year to full year they do like a full comprehensive like update yeah where they change a little bit of all the characters and the game literally got and they, better because all the characters got buffed so mo most of the characters are all like viable now it's really just yeah, on the player and, to be creative with their teams yeah and it's just like you know uh that's another good example of um you know and there's definitely people in the those communities bitching but i mean the community they they see that they're participating in the community they have a community manager it's working for them like the community manager for any game they don't want to enter they don't want to deal with people that are in a bad mood all the time like if you, like if you go to mcdonald's and you order a big mac and you order it really angrily and aggressively like you really think they're going to want to make you your sandwich probably not yeah but uh, it's a, it's a yeah, I would love it if DOA had more Halloween costumes, but I, I don't anticipate DOA six getting any more updates at all. I think that game is I, fucking done. Uh, you know what? I I used to think that. I don't think so anymore. I think at this point that they're just waiting for better hardware so that they can do more things without having to overhaul a lot of the engine. Yeah, my guess is keep making Dare Alive content, show that you're interested in the game, and maybe we'll get Dare Alive 7. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for every 10 videos on why Dare Alive is a bad game, there's like only one video on doing something in DOA, whether it's a combo yeah, video or a combo tutorial. That's just the fight. general cool thing to say for most people. Even though people play this game like every fucking day, you know, they're never going to say, yeah. oh, this game is enjoyable. I think it's an enjoyable game. I think it's fun. Yeah. And even the people, like most of the people that say that DOA 6 is a bad game, why wouldn't you just rather play DOA 5? Like, it runs at 60 FPS. It runs at 1080p. Like, it's just, uh, it just looks darker. Yeah. But, like, why why wouldn't you play? Like, why would you keep on playing DOA? Like, if DOA 6 is such a terrible fucking game, why would you keep wasting time yeah, on it? Especially if you else. know that game isn't going anywhere. That's what I would do. Just play something else. Yeah. I thought Street ah. Fighter Five was trash. I just stopped playing the game. <laughs> it's pretty easy. Yeah. And if you want to play Street Fighter Four, they re-released Street Fighter Four on the PS4. Yeah, I have it. I play it all the time. Yeah. Yeah, it's like... And then if you really don't like Street Fighter Four and you want to play Street Fighter Three, that's also on the PS4. Yeah. Like, there's... This happens with every fighting game generation. And then, ah, it, it's a it's a dumb conversation to have because me and you we understand what we're saying, but there's a whole bunch of other people who are like, "Hurt my character," basically. Yeah. yeah. Um. 
Anyways, <laughs> CD Projekt Red, uh, they enter scratch, uh, Crunch despite saying that they wouldn't. Yeah, finish up uh, Cyberpunk. People were pretty mad about that. Um, I'm actually not that upset about this one because uh, they said that they were also paying their employees overtime. And their employees, um, everyone that worked on the game, is going to get a bonus because of the sales. Yeah, that's also very good. They get a certain percent, yeah, too, so- which is nice. Yeah, and, and so the, I think it's like a 10 or 12% based on their salary and how much the game uh, sells. Yeah. Um, and not only that, but CD Projekt Red is also backed by the government. Really? Of whatever country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a weird uh, government thing where they're actually backed by the government. Uh, let's see. Uh, I can't. I think it's in Norway. Is it Norway? Polish. Poland. Poland. Yeah. I know the Polish government has... Uh, some uh some money into CD Projekt Red. Oh, nice. Yeah, and I don't know why. I don't know if it's just most businesses operate like that in Poland. If anyone knows, let me know. But yeah, they um, you know, they uh, I don't. Know, I don't think with them. I feel like American Crunch is just different than uh than uh Japanese. I mean, I feel like Europe Crunch for them. I don't think it's just quite the same as American Crunch. Yeah, but. They're doing like six day work weeks, I think. I think they used to have like I think doesn't the UK do like uh four day work weeks? Uh I I don't know. Um I think they're working every day though right now. Yeah. So and, and uh not only not only that, but then they also just have better overall benefits. Yes. And then if the game sells really well, then it's kinda a job security for everybody. Yeah. I'm glad the people are getting paid and they're being fair with their wages, which is good. And they got out ahead of it instead of waiting until, you know, crunch happened and then just not saying anything. So it's good that they're at least being transparent. And and that's the thing is that, like, if you're transparent about these kind of things, you can at least control the messaging and what people have to say. And you won't have to worry about usually one leaks and two what literally every YouTube commentator is going to say about you. Yeah. I mean, I can't speak on how bad Crunch is as a game developer. I can only, you know, guess from what my perspective is. But hopefully if it's that bad, I hope one of the uh, employees speaks out and talks about it, whether it be on Reddit, YouTube, whatever. And I think an employee did speak out on it, but I don't it's I don't know if it's an employee that's still working there. That's the thing. Yeah. But, you know, we appreciate the work that you're putting in for this game. It looks amazing. I can't wait to play it on P- PlayStation 5. So. Yeah. 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 So, like, this specifically was according to a Bloomberg report. Employees will be required to work. Yeah, they have six-day work weeks. Mm-hmm. So, they still have a day off. Like, th- this crunch just, it just, fundamentally, it just looks different from American video game companies that do crunch. Yeah, this doesn't look like the, like the kind of crunch that they had for Red for Red in Dead studios and shit, and missing yeah. their families like MIA and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, it's just you know, I, I get I get that they were trying to get ahead of it and saying that they weren't going to do crunch, and now they're saying that they have to do crunch. But at the same time, it's like it feels like they're being responsible in a way that other studios aren't. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, so I don't know. They're pretty transparent, so it's good that they at least did that. If, 
you know, if employees come out within the next year or two and they say something, I'll probably look at this differently. It's just right now, I just don't see why it's as bad as certain other people. Especially like, for example, if you're the kind of person, if you don't support crunch, then why would you be going to, you know, fast food restaurants during a pandemic? Or <laughs> why wouldn't you be supporting like hospital workers at a hospital that have to work all the time because of this virus? This car, that's, that's kind of impossible because you can't. You can't know the ethics and the morals behind every single corporation. That's just yeah. impossible. At some point, you just need mm -hmm. to buy something to eat. You, everything can't just be made cruelty-free. It's yeah. impossible. And and even if you want to be like as cruelty-free as possible, that usually means that somebody that something else is going to get the, the blunt of that. Yep. Like um, like you know, if you want uh. Like if you want, um, like if let's say you're vegetarian and you're only gonna be vegetarian because you don't want to eat animals, you don't like how animals are, are like killed and stuff. Like that still leads to factory farming, mm -hmm. and that isn't good for nature. That's that's not good for the soil. It's not good for any of the insects that eat off of that soil. And even if you want to go for organic stuff, you know they still use different pesticides. They just use pesticides that are labeled for organic treatment. Yeah, and. And like once again, that's not good for insects, like or whatever it is. Like, you you can't just sit on a high horse and say that you know you're you want to be altruistic about some things, and it, it's fine. You can be altruistic about some things. You know, personally, me, I don't like crime, so I don't commit crimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's so like me. I uh, I don't I don't like bad people. I don't like to hang out around bad people. Like, and I, I would consider myself pretty altruistic about that. But like, that's kind of it. Everything else, like. I mean, I try and be a nice person, just like anybody else. Like, I'm sure you you try and be a nice person. Yeah. I try not to and, be too much of a hypocrite, though. If, like, like drinking is definitely a drug. Marijuana is definitely a drug. But I don't pass judgment on people who do other kinds of drugs. I can say you probably shouldn't do hard drugs, but no, anything no. that you abuse can pretty much be a drug. Yeah, even including things that are healthy, like exercise. There's people that use exercise just to avoid other internal dilemmas they have. They don't want to deal with something going on at home, so they just go to the gym. Yeah. Yeah, and then they, they might stay at the gym for four hours, an unhealthy amount. Possibly. Or you might have people that from, from they don't like that, maybe they have some kind of body dysmorphia, they don't like the way they look, they start taking steroids. Yeah, well, maybe in like a year time, we'll get a Cyberpunk 2077 cruelty-free edition. Yeah. Vegan edition. <laughs> So you can just 100% support it and not feel any of the guilt. Yeah. I mean, uh, as always, just, you know, just be an informed consumer. That's the, if, if you want to be the best person you can be, part of that involves being an informed consumer on anything that you buy. Yeah, vote with your wallets. Absolutely. Exactly. Um, so the the next thing, uh, Twitch creates a new soundtrack, to, uh, new soundtracks to combat uh, DMCA takedowns. Yeah. So this was funny. Under it, I wrote Harris Heller owns Stream Beats. So, do you know who Harris Heller is or no? Nah. Okay, he's a dude I follow on Twitter. He's uh, he got originally he got popular off doing vines, and then his vines got shared on Facebook, and then he started a YouTube channel focused around making people have better streams. He's one of those YouTube channels that he kind of posts contents about how to be a better streamer, more or less. Gotcha. Um, 
And that whenever he streams, that's kind of all they really talk about as well. Sometimes he plays games, but most of the time he's just talking about like the technology behind streaming, how you can utilize it better, how you can be a better streamer, or whatever. Um, you know, sometimes that's cool, sometimes that's boring, whatever. Um, but he has been doing stream beats for a while because he he saw this DMCA uh, issue back when because Twitch talked about this I think like two years ago that they're going to be implementing tools for it, mm-hmm. and then they kind of are rolling that out now. And um, he made stream beats, and what's funny is that on that uh, on that video um, that Twitch put out that's like that shows up all the music. There's literally one tile of a playlist, and it says "Beats to Stream to." Beats to Stream to, <laughs> which sounds a lot like Stream Beats. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, it it, it just it, it really does feel like they took his idea. And just kind of applied it to the whole platform. Yeah. But I'm glad they're at least doing that. So the people who want to listen to something other than video game music can do that. And not get uh, DMC takedowns or get their VODs blocked and all that. Yeah. And if you don't want to support a big bad company like Twitch, you can support a smaller dude like Harris. Yeah. yeah. Who has been doing that for a while now. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure his music is cruelty free as well. (laughs) Super vegan. I'm pretty sure if you play this music vegan beats. to to ve- to ve- to vegetables, they will not only they will transcend vegetableism and go straight into veganism. <laughs> vegan beat mix. <laughs> but um, not yeah. The the DMC take that stuff. I, you know, I really don't care about it. I know a lot of other people do, even small streamers that I watch. But I personally do not care about it because you know if my Twitch channel ever gets taken down, I'll just go straight to YouTube. Yeah. If that gets taken down, I'll go straight to Mixer. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, go straight to Mixer. <laughs> Which will redirect me to Facebook Gaming. <laughs> Which is true. If you go to Mixer.com, I'll take you to Facebook Gaming. Yeah. Um. Go ahead. You know, I, no, I was just going to say, you know, just uh, if you're ever making content, if you're going to add, like, a certain music or a certain video... Always trace it back to whatever you think it is and see if, um, or like, usually for me, like, I download a lot of my music off YouTube. Um, if I ever use a track, the first thing I do is scroll down into the, the description and see if there's an audio claim. Yeah. And if there is, I'll download it. If there's not, I might look for a remix of it. And if it's too much of a hassle, then I'm just like, all right, fuck it, we'll do something else. Like, I'll just ignore it. I just won't deal with it. Yeah, I always look for, like, royalty-free if I... If I'm if I'm worried about that, and yeah. then check the royalty free, check the bottom. Yeah, that's a and that's a good way. The other thing that you can do specifically on YouTube, there's a there's a search criteria called Creative Commons. Um, so there is a uh, when you when you do stuff on YouTube, your videos fall in one of two categories. One is standard YouTube license, which means that. Your YouTube channel owns that content to an extent. Google also owns part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the same license applied to all YouTube channels. Um, the other license that you can choose whenever you make a YouTube video is called Creative Commons. A lot of royalty-free stuff, they have Creative Commons license. And that's stuff that you can just download and reuse however you want to. Yeah. And um, if anyone wants to look for things on YouTube, just look for that license, Creative Commons. Just type it in. The search bar, it'll, everything will pop up. Hell yeah. 
That was like the last then, um, thing we really had. But I wanted to get into some like personal stuff since we had some more time. Oh, actually, we talked a little bit about this at the beginning. Yeah. Okay, cool. But you can go like wherever you want with kind of how you feel about streaming. Because I was talking about this and I've noticed a bunch of comments. Uh, say one of the streamers I watched, a girl named Amber. She's, um, if you don't know, Hoodless's girlfriend. Hoodless, the um, DOA champion. So a while ago, she went on to a rant, she went on a rant about Twitch and how she felt, and it was kind of just how she doesn't want to be associated with like DOA anymore, and she kind of wants to play her own games. But I think she also has kind of some issues when she streams. Like she always has other people in there, and it kind of like doesn't get to show her for full personality. What's her? What's her? What's her Twitch channel? Like what's her full name? Uh. I always forget. It was I think it's Julian TV now. Julian Julian TV. Yeah, Julian TV. Oh, dude, she uh does she go for a full name change too? Yeah. She used to be Lady Lady Kohaku before. Uh I'm going to look up Lady Kohaku. That might still be her URL. Possibly. Yeah, but she uh, she went that- on like a full rant about, you know, everything she felt about twitch and it was interesting just reading it because she's been on the platform for years i think she said at least five plus hmm. and you know she's really has talented. she been on it more she's very has she been on it more than a uh, hoodless i'm not sure i think they might have started around the same time maybe she started before here do me a favor and just on the discord just type in whatever her thing is just so i can go check it out yeah quick. yeah Give me a sec. Um, I mean, that's fine. It's like I, uh, on my YouTube channel, you know, I've been pretty open with people that follow me going like, you know, I'm still going to do some DOA content, but I want to do content on other games because if I only do DOA content, like I, I get a mental block. Like I, I run out of ideas. It's part of the reason why I'm trying to get so organized is so that I can lay out my ideas and transition from one to another very quickly without having to spend too much time thinking of like, what I need to do, how I need to do it. Is it good for my channel? Is it good for this? Like, um, I've gone through a lot of changes myself. Like, I, my channel used to be a Yu-Gi-Oh channel. Yeah, I remember that. And that, and then uh, it used to be called the Noodle Monarch, which I don't even think you can find it anymore if you type it in on, uh, on YouTube. And I did that on purpose. I deleted as many things as possible, as many things as possible. Because um, that were in reference to uh, to uh, the noodle monarch, and the reason the reason for that is because I did not want to uh, I did not want people when they looked up my name for the noodle monarch to appear for better or worse. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you look up if you type in noodle monarch on YouTube, the the only thing that pops up is like a podcast. Well, not even a podcast, a a video that I did on. Um, a while back ago, teaching a guy how to play a specific Yu-Gi-Oh game, and then I did another. Um, no, it was looks like it was two. And he's, he got, damn, he got more views than my YouTube channel did. <laughs> Either way, um, Impact Series, the Noodle Monarch, Jesus Christ. Oh, I remember this. This is an old video I did. This is this is old, 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 old. This is like five years old, twenty seventeen. Um, 
yeah, like that's that's what my YouTube channel was. It was just called the. Uh, I focused on creating YouTube videos, mm-hmm. and I tried to uh, I tried doing some other things, and I just I got bored with making YouTube videos for Yu Gi Oh. I got tired of the community, and I wanted to transition to something different. At the same time, I was trying to. Um, there you go. I was trying to uh, to play other games, and uh, oh, she did pop up. I just spoke wrong. Um, I was trying to play other games, and I didn't like. Um, I didn't like that my channel would take highs and lows between YouTube videos, and then Yu-Gi-Oh videos. They and this issues with any card game in general is that they don't have. They're not very. The the term for it is evergreen, which means they don't last a very long time. Um, who's your favorite YouTuber, Rich? My favorite YouTuber. Yeah, that you can like. If you're bored, you can click on their video at any time and watch them. Damn, I don't think I have a favorite. <laughs> okay, when you go to YouTube and you don't know what to watch, what what do you watch? I just kind of scroll down until I find something. Usually, like Resident Evil related. Maybe, yeah. I don't. I don't know. But um, the the thing is that. You know, well, ever what I was trying to say is that evergreen content is content that you can watch regardless of when it was made. Mm-hmm. Nintendo, for example, out of out of most of the gaming studios, Nintendo probably makes the most ever, evergreen games ever. I could see that. Almost all the games can be replayed at any point of any year. Grant, whether it's twenty years from now, people are still playing Melee. Yeah. People are, are playing Super Mario Sunshine. Those are evergreen games because people still play them. That's part of the reason why certain Nintendo games, they don't go down in value. It's because they make money, they make money all the time, and they make money because they're popular. Yes. Very true. It's not like it's not like a game like, let's say, um, I, like, I think Black Ops 3 was, is probably a good example where Black Ops 3 was popular, but it was popular probably for a year or two, and then that was it. Yeah. Is Black Ops 3 going to be popular in five years? Probably not. Yeah, how do you feel about, like, the the streaming, like, meta, what it takes to be popular? Like, when you see popular streamers versus, like, you and me. I don't focus on that. I do not care about that. What I've been doing is that I've been trying to make better friends with streamers. Because mm-hmm. my whole strategy for the longest time was, like, okay, network, infiltrate a group, get good at the group and then for a game like DOA and then put out content for that content that that group specifically doesn't have that works to an extent. Yeah. They gave me more subscribers. It did get me some followers, but at the same time, those people, they don't follow you anywhere else. Mm-hmm. They're dedicated to that game and that game only. And that is for some people that's a positive. That's a negative. Like look at hoodless streams. Every time he streams more than, any game other than DOA. He only gets like six or seven viewers. Yeah. It's very true. Um, when when he streams DOA, yeah, he might get 60, maybe 100. And, um, you know, the same thing with almost any other DOA streamer you can think of. D- Emery Reigns, um, uh, Hoodless. Uh, sometimes Rakuto. Zyme. Rakuto, yeah, sometimes. If he's not bitching about it. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Dude loves to bitch about DOA on Twitter. I don't know. I was watching him play well, he, Soul Calibur. To, he was kicking ass in that game. I was impressed. Oh, yeah. He's a really good Astroth. He's a really good Astroth. Um, you know, to be fair on Rikudo, he doesn't do it all the time. He just 
only does it when he's mad. I get it. He feels like he's invested so much time into the game that what the company's doing, he probably sees it as a personal attack, or at least a personal attack on behalf of the community, and he probably sees himself as a community leader. Yeah. So I, I understand that, but you know that's that's the most important part is to network, and networking is so goddamn difficult. I found that actually pretty it's, easy, especially in DOA. Huh? I found it pretty easy. In, in smaller games where there's a very small audience and there's not a lot of content being created for it, mm-hmm. like DOA, for example, um, yeah, it is easy. And the same thing with Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, it was easy to get views on Yu-Gi-Oh! Um, because there weren't a lot of people making videos on Yu-Gi-Oh!s and what they were were all very similar. So if you were to do something even a little bit different, mm-hmm. usually it will get more viewers. But the problem is that those people tend to only be loyal to that specific game. Yeah. If you want people to be loyal to you, that requires doing a lot of things, a lot of things that require a lot of work that people might not, um, you know, they might not like. And one of those things is is networking. When I mean networking, I don't just mean like like what me and you are doing where you approach me. You're like, hey, do you want to start a podcast? Or what I do is like when Paul Link streams, I go into one of his um, games and then like I hang out there for a little bit. I might edit and listen to a stream while I'm in the background. Mm-hmm. Um it, it, it also means that, like, trying to connect with people on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok, on Facebook, and not only that, but also making content for those specific websites and how those specific websites uh, like to get content. And then that is, that's a lot. That is so much work, dude. That is so much goddamn yeah, work. Yeah, it definitely is. Because think about it. You got to get a video. You got to get this this video and then you got to make it work on facebook then you got to alter it so that it can be on instagram then you got to really alter it so it can be on tiktok then you gotta if you want to you can put one version of those videos on twitter um you might be able to share it on reddit but it might get taken down because it might go against the rules of whatever community you're in um it's gonna be hard to get a whole bunch of different eyes on it and then from from there you got to figure out how you can like how you can get those people that watch those videos to engage with your stream and the best way and the smartest way to stream is to is to create content on other platforms and get those platforms to come to you yeah for sure that if you go to any popular streamer that's like the number one thing that they tell you um a good a really good um a really good example of this is uh deputy aru uh she was the chick that played Tekken 7. She had like a big pop-up. Yeah, she's good. Yeah. Um, she doesn't play Tekken 7 that much anymore, right? Yeah, I usually see her on Among Us. Yeah, usually Among Us. Re- Recently, she's been playing Among Us. She plays a little bit of Mario Kart, a little bit of Smash Bros. She plays. She's like a variety streamer. Doesn't play that much Tekken. I don't know if she's ever going to play Tekken again. Maybe not until the new one comes out. Um, she might touch it every season update, but she's not, she's not playing that a whole lot. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you is that if you look at her Twitter... She's pretty engaged on Twitter. If you look at her TikTok, she gets a lot of her stream clips and formats them in a way that is popular on TikTok. Yeah. Uh, here, I'll, uh, I don't, I'll send you a quick link. Um, cause spoiler alert, uh, you can use TikTok on the web. It's just not very good. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you can use TikTok on the web. It's just, it's just, it's, it's, it's just, it really, really sucks, dude. Yeah. Um, and you, like, you can't even search you have to specifically look at people that you you follow 
but um yeah here we go deputy aru this is her uh this is her tiktok you can just watch it real quick so you can see how she kind of formats her stuff like this is not only that but she was able to get a blue check mark on tiktok so here's the thing if you look at tiktok she has 422,000 followers if we go to her twitch uh, i don't know if it's deputy aru uh, or it might just be Aru. Okay, it's just Aru. She has 62,000 followers on Twitch. So she has more followers on TikTok than she has on Twitch. Yeah. And if we go to her if wow. we go to her Instagram, yeah, and her videos are very popular on TikTok. And that's part of the reason why TikTok is, you know, there's people there's people that look at these social media platforms and like, I don't want to do anything for that. I, why would I want to do an Instagram video? And there's a reason why. It's because it works. Her growth on Twitch has gone up so much more higher ever since she started making TikTok videos. Dude, 1.6 million. And that's just on one TikTok. That's nuts. Yeah, no, for reals, dude. TikTok, it's like you have to go where people are watching. And then her Instagram, 58,000 followers. Jeez. And then uh, let's, and then her Twitter. And, you know, all this happened over the course of, like, I would say in the last... When was her Tekken 7 tournament? Because she wasn't that popular before Tekken. Uh, I think years ago, man. Must have been like 2016 or something, right? Yeah, something like that. I don't remember. I wasn't like into Tekken. Well, she she joined uh, Twitter in January 2016. Oh. And then on Twitter, on Twitter, she has 20,000, uh, 20,000, 20.9 thousand followers. Mm-hmm. So just using Aru as an example, you know, her biggest, even though she's partnered on Twitch, and that's probably where most people know her from, you know, even more people will know her from actually uh, from TikTok. Right. At this point, more more people will know her from TikTok because she has that many followers. Mm-hmm. And the people on TikTok are watching edited versions of her live streams. And these videos are mostly, if you look at the videos, they're mostly edited on a computer. Yeah. And then they're kind of uploaded to to TikTok, which is like how uh, I kind of those YouTube thumbnails basically. Yeah, and then. Uh, I, I, she has a YouTube channel, but even she doesn't know what to do with her YouTube channel. She doesn't because, like, to at a certain level, just repurposing Twitch clips, like, it, it won't work as well. Um, it, will, it will work for some platforms like TikTok because you don't see that as much. Mm-hmm. But it might not work for YouTube because YouTube is a whole other thing. On YouTube, she has 66,000 followers. Right. And on YouTube, these videos, they don't do as well as they do on TikTok. Like her biggest video that I can see right here on her front page is thirty six thousand views. Yeah. Compared to her video biggest video on the her third most recent video on TikTok had one point six million views. She's got some that are then she's got so many videos that are close to a million views just by themselves. Yes. She does. She's like very high up there. Yeah, and, and all th- all this is all of this, what it is, is just if you look at if you look at the common denominator it is that she is just repurposing her live stream in a way that's compatible for other social medias. Yep. And and I I do consider YouTube a social media. It pretty much is. So uh, Yeah, so on YouTube her videos are not as edited. They're they're still a little edited, but um not not to an insane amount. Just just a little edited. Um on TikTok they're heavily edited so that they can fit that specific platform. And on Instagram, she doesn't post uh, any of these videos. She'll post um, a thing when she's going live, but she won't post any videos. Like she posts mostly um, some TikToks every now and then, 
And then she also posts a lot of like just pictures of herself and whatever grandiose or just whatever. On Twitter, it's more where you get her real thoughts, her opinions on stuff. And, you know, you got to be able to. What I'm trying to get to is that you have to. You have to be smart in the. If you want to be successful, if you really want to be successful, you have to be smart in the way that you utilize these social media platforms, for better or worse. Whether it's something that you want to do or not, if you don't want to do it, then you need to get really, really, really good at the other things that you are trying to do. Like, if you only want to be on Twitch and you don't want to be on YouTube, you don't want to be on Instagram, you don't want to be on TikTok, yeah. then you have to get really, really good by streaming on Twitch. And that means using shortcuts on your keyboard. That means using quick, fancy transitions. That means... Um, engaging with your crowd using like all these special like you you would have to put in the work to do that yeah that's mostly what i was thinking because when i was putting in the work like heavy when i first got into doa6 i was getting hella mm -hmm. numbers but like you said kind of how you felt about only doing Yu-Gi-Oh stuff after a while you just get burnt out and you just want to do something else and of course all people yep. know you from is doa so when you play something else, mm -hmm. you can't be too surprised that the DOA people aren't going to be there. So yeah. you're going to have to and find the, another, the, you know, community to network with and, you know, put in the work there. You got to start back all over. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's the hard part. Uh, you know, if she wants to rebrand herself I'm back to Hoodless's uh, girlfriend, that's fine. Anyone can rebrand themselves. I mean, look at. The best example of that, the best example I can give to that is Sasha Gray. Sasha Gray used to be a porn actress. She did adult video. Oh, yeah, she's on Twitch. Um, yeah, I forgot about that. She's on Twitch mm -hmm. now. Now, if you were to ask anybody else, can a porn actor or porn actress be on Twitch, they would probably be like, no, they shouldn't be on Twitch. But she made a successful transition. Most of her stuff is her playing one or two games and then also cooking. Um She's got a lot of followers on there. She's pretty engaged on this stuff. She still uses, she still uh, monetizes some of her old uh, porn stuff, but in just a better, a better way. She uses Instagram. Um, if you look at her Instagram account, she's got 1.7 million followers. She, uh, some of it is her Twitch clips. She, uh, she does like a once a month. Uh, hey, this is what we're doing on Twitch. She posts pictures of the show she's in. If you look at her um, Twitter, it's mostly her hot takes. Um, I don't know if she has a TikTok, I don't, uh, and I can't search it right now. Actually, I would as I would assume she has. She has. Uh, if she's not a TikTok, she's been on TikTok at least a few times. Mm -hmm. Either people making videos about her or whatever. Um, if you go to YouTube, which I'm pretty sure she has a YouTube channel. Yeah, she does. Has 157,000 followers, only 18 videos, and most of it is her just cooking stuff. <laughs> Uh, it works and it's all from a month ago like this this youtube video this youtube channel is brand new it looks like it looks like she's putting out a new youtube video like every third day or so and once again some people know her from being uh, in porn like 10 years ago and some people will only ever know her from that and they may refuse to kind of get to know her on all these other platforms but you know if you want to talk about someone that rebranded herself in a way that people don't like there's people that know her from never doing porn there's people that know her now they're never going to watch any of those videos mm -hmm. and she has 57 4 000 followers on twitch yeah and you know and that she's also networked 
she's on this show called uh, Van. Uh, she's on that network called Van, where she has a show called The Gray Area. What the hell? And yeah, where they talk about hot topics. Oh, okay. Not. <laughs> yeah. Um. You know, it's not my kind of show, but uh, you know, the show's there. It's like you can absolutely rebrand yourself, and I always use Sasha Gray as the example of, you know, if this person can rebrand themselves from pornography. You could totally rebrand yourself from one game to another. Yeah. Like it. Like think of how hard that. Tra- how hard is it before people stop coming up to you? You're like, oh, I saw you when I was a teenager, or I saw you when I was, you know, growing up. Oh, you had. The- I did the best fap to you. Oh my, my god. Lady. <laughs> yeah, but. And there's, there's the thing is, she's super talented, and it kind of sucks that she hasn't gotten like a good recognition from that because I've played Overwatch with her and. Her Widowmaker, her sniping ability is just nuts. Like, it's better than mine. And, you know, I was putting up a good fight with her, but she was taking us all out. I was impressed. So I'm like, she's definitely talented. It's just maybe she needs other things to, uh, you know, get those views she wants. I mean, like, it's just, you know, if you're only got, if you're only, only going to be on Twitch, you have to take full advantage of everything that platform has to offer, which is clips, um, utilizing and like mastering your streaming software so that you can do fun transitions, fun little special effects. It's like this is the kind of stuff that I'm kind of working on right now, trying to yeah. organize myself, organize um, downloading different streaming software to see what I can and cannot do. Um, and, you know, you really have to take advantage of that. Or you can kind of branch yourself out but not overwhelm yourself when you're doing a little bit on every social media network. And you're probably going to get more followers doing that than anything else, at least at, at that level. Um, but, you know, if you if you bring that up to her, like, and you can show her this clip because you probably know her, I don't. You can show her that, hey, we talked about you for like 30 minutes on our podcast. <laughs> yeah. <by the> <laughs> that um, good. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this could be educational. I don't know. This is definitely educational for somebody. Yeah, no, it was good to talk Um, i mean there's much more on twitch like to me sometimes it does feel like a bullshit popularity contest which kind of annoys me it is but yeah you know that's the whole reason why i got into like streaming because it was kind of like the counterculture like for nerds you know you go to high school and people are still in their little cliques and shit i thought twitch would be a big departure from that it'd just be kind of the nerds creating their own kind of space but then you get more into it, and it's kind of like it devolves back into that a little bit, not all the way. A little bit. Yeah. And and the other like last thing is that within all these communities and also Twitch, like you have to you have to build a community. You have to build a community from scratch, and you gotta learn how to manage it. Like you know, if you want to be a successful streamer, like it it doesn't like playing the video game is the least important thing of it. Mm-hmm. You can play the video game badly. And still get Don't views. Don't tell left like, in that. <laughs> you can play the video game at McDonald's and probably still get views. <laughs> um, that's a left joke, by the way. <laughs> he said that uh, he would much rather be working at McDonald's than play Super Smash Brothers yeah, Ultimate. Yeah, I'm sure he would. Kappa. Oh, what a what a dumbass. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure he had a come to Jesus moment right after Twitter burned. I thought it was funny. I didn't take it like too seriously. I thought it was pretty fucking funny. Uh, I hope he got roasted and he was just like, man, I really thought I said something. <laughs> like, I, I hope he learned from that. Um, but, uh, man, like, it, like I said, like, 
you know, if you want to be really, if you want to be popular at Twitch, you gotta, you gotta put in like, if you're only doing Twitch, you gotta put in some fucking wow factors. If you can, if you don't have the the technical ability to do that, then you need to take advantage of every social media, or at least not, or at least the social medias that you're good at. Not everyone. Not every, let's say you're really good at Instagram. Fine, just do Instagram. Let's say you're good at Twitter. Just do Twitter. Let's say you know a lot of people on Reddit. You get a lot of upvotes every time you post on the specific community, and people have get to know your username at this point. Like you know, that's that's the way you grow and that's the way you're going to get your most amount of growth and then from right there you can start growing organically through the system's algorithm yeah for sure but it's but it's um i don't know i talk about this stuff all the time and it's always stuff that i'm working on myself i mean it's part of the reason why i got sticky notes and i got a planner and like my whole night tonight was just gonna be like all right let's get organized i'm learning some some shortcuts on obs so that i can do some better things mm -hmm. or some things that i used to do like where i would cut out a character's face and kind of talk to them no i like it it's good to hear and, then, and it's a good reminder for me so and then uh but yeah just um just you know for anyone making content creation you got to take social media serious you got to treat it like it's a like it's the other side of your twitch like when when you stream most of your growth for you to to make it has to happen when you're not streaming. If you're only going to be streaming for four hours a day, that means you can't just be growing three or four followers during those four hours. You need to be growing three or four followers outside of that. And then also during that time frame. And to do that, that's that's where social media comes in handy. Because I've done it. I've gone to, I've seen a funny video and then I've gone to Twitch and gone like, oh, I'll just check this out, follow him next time he goes live, I'll check him out. To see if he's as funny as he's in this clip. Mm -hmm. if, you know, if they're not as good, if maybe that was just a one-off of that clip, then I won't like it. And I'll unfollow. Mm. But, you know, if I'm doing it and I'm somebody that knows about what these people are trying to do and how people are trying to market themselves and people, how people are trying to make videos, I can guarantee you that people that don't know how any of this works, people that only watch Twitch and YouTube, they're probably doing it as well. Yeah. Okay. I know we talked a lot. Sorry. No, no, it was cool. But uh, the other thing too is uh, the last thing. Oh, last, 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 last. Julianne, it, yeah, you know, if she if she if she's watching or if anyone's watching, YouTube is also a really good place to stream. Mm -hmm. Like, if you want to see whether you can just get good on your own game or whether you know maybe you're having issues with discoverability, I would also recommend trying out YouTube. Like, I really, really would. Uh, YouTube has way better discoverability tools and metrics for trying to find a stream. Granted, it's cumbersome. Granted, it's a little bit more pain in the ass. But I'm serious. You can probably get more so, more followers on YouTube faster than you can on Twitch. I mean, I know it's happened with me with games like Yu-Gi-Oh! or DOA. And I would like to, to stream on YouTube too. But there's other things I, I'm kind of trying to teach myself and want to learn about all these platforms but youtube's a really good platform to also stream yeah to. the first person i mean yeah the first um person i saw streaming on youtube was actually ramira you yeah and i was streaming probably final fantasy or something yeah I like i was doing a whole found you because you uh i think it was sinful crystal said that you were her editor so i wanted to look you yeah. up because i'm like oh he does a really good job i thought it was her you know the content yeah. sir which is good but i wouldn't define you because i'm yeah. like i like but how you e do but that. even then that's 
that's a form of like uh, networking. That's uh, like that in itself. That is networking. You knew somebody that knew me. That person recommended you. Then you went to go look for me. Like that is at the very bottom. That is the the web. That is networking. Oh yeah, I'll do that. I have no problem going straight to the source. <laughs> yeah. But this is, but yeah, definitely uh, show her this or, you know, even just show this part of the stream to anyone that's getting into content creation and stuff, though. I mean, it's a, it's a candid conversation and it's one that needs to be had with most people. No, it's good because honestly, I've seen a lot of people go on like rants, but since it was her and I felt kind of like she deserves some good feedback that I would bring it up. Yeah. And like I said, it's not, it's, you know, you can transition out of any game. Yeah, yeah. It's never fucking, uh, like, uh, you know, PewDiePie did horror games and then he switched to Minecraft. Mm-hmm. But you know, like, um, if any of you guys, Justin K, uh, Isaiah, I think that's how you pronounce it. If you have any things you yeah. want our opinions on, let us know. Cause until like PlayStation five comes up, news is going to start to get a little slow. So it's probably a good time to do some like hot takes. Yeah, we do that anytime. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm always down for hot takes. Like, uh, you know, Goosebumps as a TV show for kids, probably not a good show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, you guys can find me at um, at Rapmavlos underscore yt on Twitter, and then the same thing for uh, for Instagram, I guess, <laughs> for something different. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, but yeah, and then um, I think it's iHeart Gaming too on TikTok, where I'm actually gonna start doing different kind of content for TikTok. I'm gonna do um, uh, I think I found my TikTok niche, which is gonna be um, small video game factoids, like all these dumb little things I know about video games, but just put them together in like this little 40, 50 second video. Did you know gaming? I did one on. <laughs> uh i did um i did one for uh final fantasy 13 2 and it got like over 100 views and i was like oh i could i could do this like once a week this is like this whole thing just took me like less than an hour to put together at least if i if i come into it prepared and organized it'll take me like an hour if since the um, the first one that i didn't that i did where i didn't come in prepared and organized took me like three hours because i had to figure out what to do mm -hmm. but just like little factoids about video games that i you know like, you know, Don't Make Cry originally started off as a Resident Evil series. Dive in a little bit of that. Talk about how it changed. and Like, li like all those things that we know already. But, like, just make it into, like, a little, like, TikTok video. You should probably do that for, uh... You could do that for, like, Instagram and stuff, too. Me? Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what kind but, of I mean, content I mean, if you want to if you want to do... If you want to do TikTok, just try it out. Try it out. Make... Make a TikTok account and do your first video and just, I guarantee you, you're going to get like 100, 100 views. Just make a factoid about one of your favorite games, a game that you know a lot about, Resident Evil 4 or whatever, and talk about what's going, why the virus is, why Capcom decided to make the virus different for that game. What was going on behind the scenes? Like, talk, dude, I'm serious. Talk about it for like 40 seconds. Uh, it doesn't have to be all that in depth, and I can guarantee you, you'll get over 100. There's, there's so much people on TikTok that are looking for co new kinds of content, and it's it's exciting. Mm. Okay. Maybe I'll give it a try. Yeah, yeah. Peace and love, y'all. <laughs>